are Christy and I saying that you shouldn't reach for higher and do better and get, you know, a better house and a better, uh, a better job and a better car and a better relationship. That's not what we're saying. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And Carrie, thank you again for joining me on this podcast. I always appreciate when you do this with me. It is my favorite thing to do because you know I'm doing it when I haven't slept the night before and no makeup on and my hair in the braids that my mama put in my hair yesterday morning. So, you know, we got some greasy hair braids going on. Yeah. Little strands are coming out. No, I know you must really that. love me. Can you guys see me? Cause, yeah. uh, those of you that can't see me, I got, I, I got ready to podcast with Christy and a big old piece of hair right across my face. And I went, well, we're going to fix that. Does somebody have some spit so I can just spit yeah. on my hand? And, anyway, <laughs> I do love you to do this. I am excited about today's podcast. There's so many things I can say about this. And we're talking about wherever you go, there you are. And I'm just, my mind is racing because Carrie and I, we, one thing we like to do when we podcast with you guys, which I think is part of what makes our podcast so popular. And it is, we're ranked pretty high and I'm super thankful. That's all because of you guys, by the way. But I right. think it's because a couple of things we're authentic. We're real. We're on the spot. We don't talk over each other. And I, I appreciate that. No, we don't interrupt each other. Cause I know there's a lot of podcasted team podcasting people that interrupt each other. And it's so incredibly rude and it cuts out the audio, but I, we, we have not, we don't discuss podcasts ahead of time. We it's, it's like, it's like two sisters having a conversation with all of you with coffee. So I'm really excited to hear what Carrie has to say about this, but I'm going to let her start us off with wherever you go. There you are. Thank you, Christy. I think that the magic sauce to this podcast is truly what you said, because we don't talk about it. We just say a title and we start recording. <laughs> Christy doesn't even know what I'm going to do. She doesn't know if I'm going to do scriptures or stories, but the title of today's podcast is wherever you go, there you are. But I don't want to say it like that, Christy, because there's a story behind that that saying that, that what I just said to you, and I'll never forget. I want to dedicate this podcast to mama Carol because mama Carol, who listens faithfully to all of Christie's podcasts, she is the one that said this to me first. And I don't recall Christy. I was young and I don't recall if it was in reference to someone being unhappy where they were living, somebody getting divorced, somebody going to a different job. I, I don't remember what the circumstances, <clears throat> but mama Carol is a wise woman. And she said it like this. Well, I wish you guys could all see my face. Well, wherever you go, there you are. And that's what I want to say. Today's podcast is well, wherever you go, there you are. And it has far reaching implications, far reaching. And we're going to talk about some of those implications today, but I want to start us out with a story about some people that I know 
that are unhappy no matter where they live, Christy. Well, no wait, wait a minute. Where, let me, well, let me wait, interrupt you after oh, I just go got done saying I don't interrupt you. No, um, you can. You, will you tell uh, what? Can you tell us a little bit about when mom said that to you? I don't remember what oh. the situation. Like, I don't remember like if it was, she was talking about somebody like it was it was kind of like they were getting divorced or they were going to a new job or something was going to be better and something was going to be greater. It's, it's, it's just like buying a new car. Well, wherever you go, there you are. And that can apply to a million different things, a million different things. And can I go ahead and tell the first one that comes yeah, to mind for me? The first take. one that comes to mind, and I was young, you guys, I was probably in junior high when she first said it. Um, <clears throat> so what is that? Circa 19... 86, 88, something like that. <laughs> oh God. That's 19, folks, just in case you guys didn't know. Um, you know, when you have to scroll, when they, they ask for your birthday, you got to scroll it, keep going. Like the like freaking price is right. Bob's worker, Bob Barker's wheel of wheel of thing. Anyway, oh gosh. What was it called? Not the wheel of fortune. I'm trying to think that, uh, the, the prize wheel, the prize, something. Yeah. I don't know the chance Someone wheel Google that for us. Yeah. So you guys know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so anyway, it was interesting to me. Um, the people that I'm talking about, this is the most notable thing, but I have so many examples. People think things are going to be so much better. People think that changes, it's going to make such a difference, but the truth is no matter where you go, no matter where you choose to move to, no matter what job you take, no matter what new relationship you get into, no matter how many new clothes you buy, no matter what car you get into, it doesn't matter. New, new group of friends. There you are. It doesn't matter where you go. There you are. And so I know some people that love to move and it's not because they love to move because they love the moving lifestyle. It's because wherever they go, Christy, they are miserable there. Within a couple of months of being there, they have found something to complain about, something they don't like. And I don't want to give these people away, but they moved recently somewhere um, <clears throat> where there was a lot of traffic knowingly. And it's like, well, we're going to leave here. We don't like the traffic. Uh, they moved somewhere where there's a lot of rain. And within a couple of months, they're like, well, we just don't like the rain there. And, and I've come, I've come to surmise after years of knowing these folks that the truth is that they just aren't happy in general. So wherever you pack up all your crap and sell your house and buy a new one, guess what? Thank you, mama, Carol, there you are. You're just in a new location with the same crap, the same problems and the exact same situation you were in before. Yeah. The same bull crap. I can tell you that I've been married and divorced a couple of times and, uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I was I wondering when it was going to go there because we, Oh, I got some <laughs> stories to tell. <laughs> I will say that two of them, uh, were not two of them were situations that I, that were, that I, I was unaware of when I got into the relationship and misled. two of them was say that again, you were misled. Very misled, very lie, complete lies and dangerous, you know, abuse, uh, things like that. And two of them were legit. Um, so the two that were legit, I can tell you that because the two that were lies, you know, I did. I was blindsided. I had no idea, got into it and didn't realize that I was in a situation with with somebody like this and and somebody who would commit crimes and somebody who was beating me up and things like that. So that was not good. And then another one was a big, uh, hugely misled with this, with something else. So 
when, but the two that were legit, I think I noticed that I had the same part to play in both marriage breakups. And I, and, and I, cause you, cause it's, it, it boils down to me and I'm not saying I'm the only problem. I'm saying that, that I can definitely carried my problem from relationship to relationship. And once I realized that's you, Christy, you're the one who F that up. You're the one who um, did not communicate that clearly. You're the one who dropped the ball on that. That was very, cause it just, you think switching husbands or you think switching cities, you think switching cars, you think switching friends, you think switching jobs, you think it, you are there. You are, you're the common denominator. When you seem to have problems with everybody and everything, the problem is you. And the problem was me. And I think a lot of times, Christy, that if we just don't have the internal happiness, internal happiness, that, that it follows us. I also just, since you're talking about marriage, I got to mention another mama Carol. Are you ready? Another mama Carol thing. Yes. She said, no matter how cute he is, just remember (laughs) somebody somewhere is tired of putting up with his crap. (laughs) And it's true. If you're going to get married, you have to decide on the person whose crap you can best put up with and you can most deal with. And that's definitely what I found with Brandon is that we both have crap. He has crap. I have crap. I can easily deal with his crap. And I hope that he isn't too stressed dealing with my crap sometimes, but it's, it's gonna be there. It's just wherever you are, wherever you go, there you are. And I've known a lot of people think the grass is greener. Now are Christy and I saying that you shouldn't reach for higher and do better and get, you know, a better house and a better, uh, a better job and a better car and a better relationship. That's not what we're saying, but what I'm saying, and I think Christy would agree is that if you are searching for happiness by upgrading or changing, you're not going to find it. Cause like mama Carol said, wherever you go, there you are. So if it's just that you need a bigger car, then that's great upgrade. But if you think it's going to make you happy about your life, it won't. It's the same thing with weight loss, Christy. People can lose a hundred pounds on our, on your program and they do great, but they aren't going to be any happier if that's what they're looking for to make them happy. We have a lady that recently uh, left the code red lifestyle uh, that was um, lost over a hundred pounds had, um, you know, had, had augmented her body to make her happy. You know, she just did all these things and just was still not happy, just still miserable, making other people miserable, being nasty and snotty to other people and just a, not a nice person to be around. And you would think after achieving everything that she dreamt of achieving, at least with her body, that that would make her hot. And it was just a constant frown. It was this frown that was a permanent frown on her face. It was so strange. Like why you would think that you would be happy. And another thing I want to say about weight loss. Yeah. A lot of, some people leave code red because they, uh, maybe they, they were offended at something I said, which happens a lot. People just get offended easily and they, they separate, they take, you know, just because of, I said one thing they didn't like, then they, they ditched the whole real food, water and sleep. They ditched the proper human diet. And 
then they go somewhere else. But the problems that they had, their emotional eating situation, they're, um, they're not willing to clean out the cupboard, um, not willing to make lifestyle changes, uh, you know, not willing to, to, to make some changes that follows them every, in every paleo Mediterranean weight watchers, whatever program, Jenny Craig, they go to those problems are still going to be there. Uh, so it's not code red's fault that, you know, it's, it's, you're, wherever you go, there you are. So you're going to have those problems follow you unless you take care of it at the root cause. I thought that getting a lap band was what I needed to make me happy, Christy. And I really did. <clears throat> I really thought that the lap band was going to be my ticket, not only to weight loss, but to everything that I was searching for. I was in a very um, unhappy relationship at the time when I got my lap band. And when I came home from my lap band, I was just a fat person with a lap band. Nothing had changed, Christy. Nothing had changed, but I had a lap band and I was throwing up all my food. Nothing else had changed. So if, if you don't find, or we doesn't, I don't find, or if Christy doesn't find, or if mama Carol doesn't find, or any of you listening, don't find a true source of internal peace and happiness. It doesn't matter what you do and where you go. You're going to be you maybe in a different form, but with the same issues and the same problems and the same struggles. And it's okay to have those struggles, issues, and problems, but sometimes it's, it's, it's very, it behooves you mother. Mom used to say that all the time. It be, would behoove you. It would behoove you to take some time to figure out why am I always looking for good the better, the next best that, you know, in whatever form that takes a new job, a new relationship. We know Christy and I were just talking the other day about a guy that we know that runs through women like socks. I mean, like he just goes, goes, goes. He's just not a happy dude, you know, and he just can't seem to find anybody that's going to make him happy. And that's because he's looking for somebody else to make him happy. So if you're looking for code red to make you happy, it's not going to, if you're looking for a spouse to make you happy, they're not going to. If you're looking for a new car to make you happy, it's not going to, it doesn't have that kind of power. We don't have that kind of power. Only you have that power. And when you are alone with yourself and you're looking in the mirror and there's nobody around, you have got to deal with your bull crap choices. We have a, a lady that left code red here a few minutes, a few months ago and has already gained back approximately half of her weight and only about three months and it's breaking our hearts to watch. And she doesn't give an F. I mean, she doesn't care. And it's like, but, and she might put up a front, but wherever she goes, there she is. And when, when in the, in the still of the night, when the whole house is asleep and, or when she's getting on an airplane or it's all those realities of gaining back your weight and becoming metabolically broken again, it's going to come and slap you in the face. And you're going to have to deal with the reality of your choices because there, those choices, that's going to all follow you. No matter what program you go, no matter how mad you are at me, no matter what experience you have, the reality is you, you can't be like this. And the reality is you have to face your, your demons and you've got to take care of them and you've got to find happiness in here, no matter what. Oh, Christy. And we, we see copycat code red, uh, grooves all the time. And it used to, when I first started working for Christy almost five years ago, it used to make me so upset. And Christy's like, Carrie, don't let it bother you. Like, it's just what it is. Like, don't let it bother you. As long as they're not, you know, doing some really naughty, rotten stuff. Although there are a lot of the do naughty, rotten stuff, but who cares? And, you know, go as far as to calling code red a cult. 
the bottom line is I don't care if you join a flower, you know, loving unicorn rainbow, the tears of Tibetan monk group that accepts you and loves you and pats your head and everyone rubs their back. I don't care what you do. You still have the same issues as you had before. It doesn't change. It doesn't go away just because you put yourself in a different environment. Just because you, people used to come, this reminds me, people used to come into the ICU, Christy, and then they would come in like someone who hadn't been to the doctor a long time. And he, and the the patient would say to me, I wasn't sick until I got to the ICU. (laughs) And I would say, no, you've been sick for a long time. You just didn't know about it until you got to the ICU. So it's the same idea is these things don't go away just because we don't choose to face them because wherever you go, there you are. New house, new church. Oh, Christy, when we were kids, how many people got mad and left the church to go to a new church, new church, new community, new friends. I'm getting myself some new friends. I'm getting myself a new hairdresser. I'm getting my, you know, wherever you go. Thank you, Mama Carol. There you are. And dad used to say, if you got a problem with everybody, normally the problem is you. And I, I, if you seem to skip around a lot, you know, I would definitely look inward and see, you know, if that's, if that's something you're dealing with. That's how I tell if I'm PMS, Christy, (laughs) if it's everybody like the lady that delivered the mail. I'm like, why did she deliver the mail like that? And then it's like the dog. Why did you lick your water like that? You know? And then it's like, Brandon, did you sit on that stool like that? Okay. Well, I think the problem is probably Carrie. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but you need to understand that, um, especially when it comes to weight loss and dealing with your issues that cause you to remember Obesity is not the problem. Obesity is a symptom of a bigger problem. And so we really need to get to the root cause of the bigger problem. And if you don't get to that root cause, whatever program you go to, it's still going to be a problem until you actually get to the root cause and solve that bigger issue. That's causing all these things with your health to go down the, you know, it's not, I need to lose some weight before this event. It's why do I keep battling with my weight? Why does this keep happening? Why do I keep turning to, you know, Carrie, I, I still, even the founder of code red, the original code red, I still deal with this. I still, um, adhere to the same rules. Um, I don't allow sugar in my house. And I will tell you that I'm house sitting for my friend right now. And they have sugar in their house. Now, sugar's not a problem with them. They're not they're not recovering sugar addicts. They've never been sugar addicts. They've never been overweight. They've never had that problem before. And they can dabble. They can have one piece every three months and they can, the, the, the M&Ms or whatever is in their house is not a big deal to them. They can have just one. They truly can do moderation, but we can see from the fact that 88% of Americans are overweight, that moderation doesn't work. These guys, it does work. For Miles, my ex, it does work. There are certain people that can handle moderation, very few. Brands that way too. Brandon, yeah, exactly. So now that I've, I've been house-sitting for him and I've been around all that sugar, Oh boy. It has reminded me that, uh, I don't got this. Like I still adhere to, I still have, I have issues that I keep at bay that I deal with by not letting it in my house. And so, but it just reminded me when I was there, I was like, Oh, these are just because I took care of the problem. Doesn't mean the, the, the issue can, can 
it will never come back up. It's coming up right now while I'm house sitting. And so I've just been like, oh boy, okay, this is why we put these measures in place. Christy, you don't, you don't totally got this. You can't be in the house like this with sugar everywhere. Let me look up a scripture, Christy. Carrie's got a scripture folks. She does that uh, when she looks down. About, she, it just came to me. Um, that was, I, think we talked about, I know I'm telling you, we talked about this at another, uh, on another podcast, but I think it is, um, I think it's important to bring up. And, and again, I, this doesn't all have to be about God for you. If that's not something you believe in, this is, this scripture is in reference to God, but even if your spiritual walk is something other than believing in a, a higher being like a God, it's still, this is still rings true. So it doesn't matter if this is weight loss or marriage, or, I mean, it's all about understanding uh, it's all about understanding that no matter what you try to put in that spot until you are content, nothing's going to get better for you. And it's Philippians uh, 4, 11, 13. All the Christians are like, amen, because they know exactly what I'm going to read. I am not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstance. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And this is of course, referring to uh, Christ. And so if you don't believe in Christ, that's fine, but it's the same thing. I've learned, I've learned what it is like, even uh, Buddhists believe this being content in the moment. And I believe that if you can, at some point rebel, find whatever your happiness is, whatever your contentment, I don't think that's a word is whatever, whatever that is for you, then it doesn't matter if when you get a new car, you're thankful for the new car, but it's not trying to fill the space of you being content. When you lose a hundred pounds, you're going to be so happy and so healthy, but it's not trying to take the place of you learning to have peace with yourself. If you get into a new relationship, you're going to love that new relationship, but you don't expect that new partner to make you happy because you make you happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the overall theme here. No matter where you go, there you are. And at the end of the day, when you sit in the stillness of your home and when you sit in the quiet of your room, when all the electronics are off and you look in your own heart and you ask yourself about your own level of being content and happy, that's between you and you mm -hmm. and not weight loss, not people, not things, not clothing, not money. Oh, if I just had a lot of money, I'd be so happy. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Because wherever you go, there you are. Well, I've definitely, you think losing a hundred pounds is going to make you happy. Not unless you're intrinsically happy, because I mean, I've, like I mentioned with the girl earlier, she lost a hundred pounds and she's a miserable person. She is a miserable, miserable person. And, um, just still, it's just, it's amazing. It's not, and I, I hear people when they get on the scale and that they, they, they see that gold number on the, uh, on the screen, they go, yay. And then they go, oh, well, I mean, I still gotta, I still gotta go let the chickens out. I still have to go collect eggs. I got to take my kid to school. I still have to go to work. Bills still need to be paid. Nothing changes. You know, it, it's good and it's good to be happy. And we celebrate that, but are you happy intrinsically are, is, you know, you, you need to look inward, um, because nothing's going to satisfy. You'll be just constantly chasing things that'll never make you happy. This is and a good more, pod. 
Oh, go ahead. I apologize. I was going to say, I have one more example. I know you're wrapping up, but I want to mention this. And I don't think she would care if I said her name. Uh, At the time of this recording, Christy and I are just coming off of a Code Red retreat, our, our second Code Red retreat, many more to come. We're super excited. And I met a gal named Christine. Uh, at this retreat. And I don't think that she would care that I mentioned this. And she started out code red with quite a bit of weight to lose. I don't know exactly how much. And again, I don't want to, I'm not going to say her last name. I don't want to embarrass I, I her. I don't think she minds sis. And I think she's losing a little over 200 pounds with us. And she's okay, already so lost 113. Yeah. So 200 pounds, that's no joke y'all. Yeah. And yeah. let me tell you something. The entire retreat, Christy, she had a smile on her face. Yes. She had joy in the journey yes. because she knew what it was like to be, um, have plenty and be an in want. She was content no matter what the situation. Some people would look at her and say, can't you just wait till you lose that other hundred pounds? But she's okay with the process. And it impressed me. And I don't know what her spiritual life is like. I don't know what, you know, I have no idea what's going on with that, but Christy, I was so impressed to look at her beautiful. And she is a beautiful person and just a beautiful human to look at her face and say, she is happy losing five pounds. She's happy losing the 10 pounds. She's happy getting to a hundred. She's going to be happy when she gets to a 200, but I'm here to tell you she wasn't healthy, maybe a hundred pounds heavier, but I can guarantee you that she was intrinsically happy. Mm-hmm. She was intrinsically happy. And I was so impressed because wherever she goes, there she is. And, and she really impressed me this trip. She has found contentment in her own soul. So I would love for each of us just to really spend some time thinking about finding contentment and being happy in our own soul. And also every time you say, well, wherever you go, there you are. Think of mama Carol. Yeah. You know, Christine left a huge Christine Lizot left a huge impression on me. Uh, I felt the same exact way, sis. I mean, she just was she just was she was incredible. And she was she um, you could just see. I mean, I, I think I would imagine with that kind of happiness, she had to be a Christ believer because um, she just was such full of such love and such joy. And it was in so happy to be there and so happy to talk to us. And I found her to be incredibly impressive. I, I was, I enjoyed every minute with her, yeah. but yeah, but that's a great example. A lot of people would say, Oh my gosh, you got a hundred more pounds to lose. Not at all. You did not get that feeling. You had feeling that she had joy in the journey. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, a lot of people were a lot smaller than her that didn't even have, uh, a, a dash of the joy that this woman had. So I, I was very impressed by that. I know celebrities that don't have a dash of what Christine Lizot had. Uh, I know celebrities I've trained them. I've been with them. I've, you know, it's, it's incredible. And people who are rich and people that you, that you see on TV that don't have a, any joy. So what a great podcast this. I really enjoyed this. I did too. It was beautiful. Yeah. Wherever you go, there you are. Please guys, um, drop us a rating and review, share this podcast with somebody who needs to hear it. We love you all. We'll see you in the code red network and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy code red. And thank you for listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you join us in our private network, our code red app is a one-stop shop free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, 
tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.